Welcome to the book reading program of 3ABN Australia Radio. Does your faith need a boost? Do you think that miracles only happened in Bible times? Think again. Compiled by Remnant Publications, the book Get Ready for a Miracle recounts true stories that prove that when we step out in faith, God displays His power in undeniable ways. Here is our reader, Harold Harker. This story is entitled Planting Time. Jeremiah 29, 11-13 reads, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. The boys were so excited to go and gather manure for our garden that they could hardly contain their enthusiasm. We got buckets and shovels and headed out into the olive groves where horses, donkeys and goats roam freely. The boys' plan was to gather goat pellets one by one So when they found some big, round cow pies, they were elated. Brother Sonny Spot exclaimed as he slid his little shovel under one, Just look at this beauty! At home, the children put the manure in a wheelbarrow and mixed it with water. Then they took buckets of the green, sloppy mixture and spread it on the ground while I turned it under with a spade. Then the boys went off to play while I continued working. As I turned the soil, I thought about the events of the winter months and how rewarding they had been. We had just returned to our home after being away for three months on special assignment to a city about eight hours away. The plan had been to have a time of intensive language study, uninterrupted, by the constant demands of pastoral ministry. As I turned the soil again and again, I thought about how our study retreat had turned into so much more than we had expected. I thought about my Christian Turkish language instructor, Gul. I smiled as I thought about her pleasure in studying the Bible with me. In the course of our daily Turkish lessons, I gave her Bible lessons on the subjects of death and hellfire, Daniel 1, 2 and 7, and Revelation 12, 13 and 20. Of course, it was all for the purpose of advancing my Turkish. But oh, how she ate up the material! Finding the teaching on death especially encouraging, she told me, You wouldn't believe how many people I am teaching with the things you are telling me. After studying Daniel 2, she shared it with her Catholic sister in another city, who immediately shared it with her priest and asked him if I could come and do a Daniel seminar in their parish. Unfortunately, he didn't think it was such a good idea. The hours and hours of studying words and ideas from the Bible with Gull are seeds planted in that city that I believe will sprout and grow. 
I also remembered with joy our dear Moldavian friend Susanna, who is married to a Turk. For two years, she has been joining our church via internet video on Sabbaths. However, for the whole winter, we were able to live near her. Each Sabbath, we had a home fellowship together. Let's use this time to prepare you for baptism, I suggested, and she agreed. What my family and I had imagined would be an isolated and lonely time on Sabbaths turned out to be richly rewarding. Within a few weeks, our home church with Susanna grew to seven people. I soon realised I should not just prepare her for baptism, I must prepare her for leadership of a church. I have never taught baptism lessons quite like those, as I sensed I was training a pastor. I felt it was much like what Paul must have done for the Philippian jailer on the night of his baptism. Susanna is a natural leader and devoured all my wife and I could teach her. These were the thoughts as I dug in my garden. My boys returned to help me and we began digging holes and planting seedlings. As we pushed soil around some small tomato plants, my son commented, Look at this soil now. It's really going to grow. Yes, and it's because you guys hauled all that manure. Thanks for your good work. As we plant peppers, eggplant and zucchini, I think more about the seedlings we left in that other city. One seedling is named Sesgen, a 25-year-old Protestant who longed to study theology. He came to Christ from a levy Islam about five years ago. He contacted a Seventh-day Adventist brother through Facebook the week before we arrived in his city. Providentially, he lived just five minutes from us. In a city of a million, I don't think it was chance. When I first met with Sesgen, he said, Teach me everything, not just the basics. He was very bright. At first, I could see he was only exploring Adventism like a student in a world religions course. He had already looked into Baha'ism, Scientology and Mormonism, not searching to believe, only to understand. But by the end of our second lesson, I could see that the arrows of truth were sinking deep and he was thinking hard about what he was learning. He began attending the Sabbath gatherings at our home. Then, one Sabbath during testimony time, he began speaking as if talking to himself aloud. Slowly and contemplatively, he said, The prophet Daniel told us that a power would come who would try to change times and laws. But we gather to honour God who established the Sabbath and asked us to remember the day he sanctified. We all stared at him amazed. As our time in the city ended, I wished I could stay another month or two and teach Sesgen more. He could be a brilliant Adventist pastor in the making. 
Would his convictions hold after we left? How Esther and I rejoiced when we got an enthusiastic email from Susanna that she and Sesjed had just met together for church on their own. Susanna taught Sabbath school and Sesjen preached from Romans. What a happy Sabbath they had shared. They have met together every Sabbath for three months now and new possibilities are sprouting. Sesjen is considering how he might attend an Adventist seminary. The three months we spent in that distant city wasn't much, but it was enough to stir the spiritual soil, plant some seeds and get something growing. These little tomatoes my boys and I have planted do not look like much right now, but just wait until summer's end. Before leaving the city, I spoke with Sezgen's pastor, Mustafa. Mustafa is a Turkish Presbyterian minister, sincere and quite talented. As I sat with him, he told me of his desire to quit smoking, and I shared with him the breathe free resources I had. He asked if there was any way I could lead a seminar for him and his church. Then he said something that really surprised me. I have a book by Alan White called Patriarchs and Prophets. It is my favourite source for preparing sermons. Do you have any other books by Alan White in Turkish? I had in my bag a Desire of Ages. He was happy to receive it and asked if I had anything more. Well, our team has spent years translating the Great Controversy, Christ Object Lessons and the Acts of the Apostles into Turkish. I gave the pastor all of these in digital format as he preferred to read on his iPad. Yes, I am glad to have planted those seeds too. God has blessed us during the three months we are in a foreign city. Oh, my French-speaking African Muslim friends whom I met in a grocery store aisle now read the Bible. I laugh with joy when Sesjen reported that these Muslim men are attending Susanna's newly formed Sabbath group. Yes, those seedlings will grow too. I cannot report all the other friendships, conversations and prayers that we had during our time in that city. I ponder it all as I work in my garden. I think about that manure and its wonder-working effects on the soil and the growth of the plants. We moved to a city of a million with no Adventist presence, and within three months, where there was nothing, there is now something. I had only intended to study language and take a sabbatical from ministry demands, but God had other plans. God says, for I know the plans I have for you, a future and a hope. A reflection associated with this story comes from Desire of Ages, page 57. Satan has represented God as selfish and oppressive, as claiming all and giving nothing, as requiring the service of his creatures for his own glory 
and making no sacrifice for their good. But the gift of Christ reveals the Father's heart. It testifies that the thoughts of God toward us are thoughts of peace and not of evil, Jeremiah 29, 11. It declares that while God's hatred of sin is as strong as death, his love for the sinner is stronger than death. This story entitled Planting Time was written by Barnabas Hope of Adventist Frontier Missions. Used by permission of Adventist Frontier Missions AFM. AFM seeks to establish indigenous Seventh-day Adventist church planting movements with unreached people groups. You can read information on their website, afmonline.org. You've been listening to the book reading program by 3ABN Australia Radio, featuring Get Ready for a Miracle. For more information about this book, visit remnantpublications.com. Remnant